0: Alright, what is going on everybody? Welcome back to another day of SaberSim's DFS Office Hours. It is Wednesday, January 3rd of 2024 here. Apologies on the late start everybody, but uh, we are all set, ready to rock and roll. For those of you who are new here, welcome. My name is Andrew. I'm one of the coaches over here at SaberSim. This is a show where we go over how to use the SaberSim app, answer any and all DFS related questions. You get your questions in one of three ways here. First off, send us an email, support at sabersim.com. Second, post it live in the YouTube chat. Third way, post it in the Office Hours channel in our Discord server. If you're not in our Discord, want to get access to that channel, there is a link in the description below. You get access to our similar channels, individual sport channels, and you also get access to the rest of the Sabersim team here. So can't say enough good things about the Discord. But looking ahead to today, we have a 10-game NBA main slate here I'm sure most of you are building your lineups for golf today with the early start tomorrow and then we have a two game NHL slate so it should be a fun day of DFS uh, I know that I still have not announced the winners for the weekly Max challenge we're still working through that a little bit here a little bit of a hiccup with the holiday here so we are uh assuring sh- uh, all of that up and I will be announcing the winners probably tomorrow here so just a heads up for you guys there. And then, uh, as far as the show, we're going to jump into questions that came in in the office hours channel first, and then we will jump over to any live questions that come in in the YouTube chat. So, we got a quick one here to start. Question from In It to Binkit When will the two free months be credited for the Minimax Challenge? So, after the conclusion of week 18, so when week 18 of the NFL season is done our team will go to work to make sure that we get everybody credited so i have to say sometime next week here uh we do have a lot of people that participated so i can't say that it's all going to be done on monday here but it is a priority for our team to award uh reward those free months to everybody who participated all right question here with a lot of back and forth so appreciate you guys uh you know, engaging in a very good conversation here. So Greyhawk said, how do I avoid this in the future? For the MBA, le- NBA last night, I set a rule that I only wanted one player with less than 10% ownership. It worked just fine at lock at 7 p.m. Then I did a late swap at 8 p.m. It basically disregarded that rule, and I had multiple lineups with multiple players sub 1% ownership. I'm guessing it's because these lineups reviewed more positively, but to be honest, These were trash lineups. There is a reason why these players are sub 1% owned. They are deep bench players. I feel like late swap forces swaps just swap. If I had a rule that said only one less than 10% ownership per lineup, should honor that rule and follow that rule. Uh, If it can't swap and follow that rule, I don't want to be overriding that rule. I'd rather stick with my original lineup. How do I avoid that in the future? Okay, good question. So um, I think what probably happened here is that uh, when you late swap and... Entries file right here, so let me just grab one real quick. So, what happens when you late swap is you have two options. You can either clone from the build you're using, or option number two is that you can get a fresh build with default settings. So, what I think probably happened is that your late swap did not use the clone option and instead used the uh, default option. So, I'll show you exactly how that works here. So, I grab an entries file. I have a build here so let's say that you know i create a rule which i have the rule from yesterday which we created so use players uh use less than one my own less than 10 right so i'm just going to build 500 lineups here and then Once the lineups are created, I will just go through the filling process and then we'll do an actual lead swap with the different options and I'll show you how those work. So uh, in this case, you know, 192 lineups is just fine here. So I'm going to take one lineup, fill my contest, download it. Boom. I'm all set here. Now you can see that in this build one, the rule is on, the rule is active. When I click the double-sided arrow to late swap, there's two options, swap method, clone current build settings, or use defaults. So if I use the clone option and I hit late swap, it's gonna open up a swap window. And you're gonna notice that this rule is still here. This rule is still active. Now, if I go back to build one and I go to use defaults and I click late swap, this swap two, now the rule is here, but the rule is turned off. So what the use defaults does is turn off any rules, reset any mini max exposures, reset any uh, custom projections that aren't like a saved column. They are just, you know, green and red boxes here. Reset any filters, etc. here. So make sure in the case that you're describing that you are using the clone option and then that will carry over the rule as well as make sure the rule is active for this new swap window, so that's probably what went wrong here. So that is what I would make sure you're doing. All right, question from Larson: With the crazy scenarios possible after the early games, will Saber run another sim right before the late games for late swap? Uh so so this is in regards to Week 18 NFL guys. Uh, in my opinion, here I'm just guessing, but um. We are going to run our normal swap. So like, Hey, you know, our final sims run 60 minutes to game time. But as far as like news for people sitting, people starting, like if there's concrete news, like, Oh, so-and-so is going to sit and -and so-and-so is going to start. Great. We will update for that. But if there is just rumors or uncertainty, like we're not going to be making those like hard changes here. So I would highly encourage you guys to pay attention to news, pay attention to Coach speak and make some of those manual adjustments yourself for week 18 because it is a very odd week. I'd say if there was any week to be uh, more more hands-on, more uh, hand-in-the-dirt adjusting projections and stuff, it is this week. Like, this is the week to do that. All right, question from Jackpot. Question says, how do I use the post-contest sims? Or is there an option for this so great question so we have a couple great tutorials on this so one of them is in our help docs if you go uh to our support library here how to use contest flashback this is the uh, first tutorial here i'm going to drop this in discord where you ask the question and i'm going to drop it in the youtube chat and then we also have some good videos on our youtube channel so if you go over to our youtube you go to videos uh, review your results and study the pros contest flashback walkthroughs. Another really good video here. So with it, the, with these two videos, they're going to give you all the basics and show you how to do that. And then if you go over to our YouTube playlist here, Max Steinberg and I have been doing review shows all NFL season here. We did skip the last couple of weeks with the holidays, uh, but uh, you know, you can go back to week one here. We have videos with hockey. We have videos with basketball, and then we have all of these NFL videos all season long here. So you can see Max and I use contest flashback, see the insights that we're trying to gain and how we're evaluating the contests on a week-by-week basis here. So bunch of good tutorials right there for you guys to check out. So I would start there and um, learn how to use the tool. All right, question from Larson. Question says, my cash lineups seem to be too conservative and I am losing in cash to lineups that build for more upside. The Sims typically don't put the high upside players like Rams running back Kyron Williams last week because of his price and build balance lineups that haven't been cashing. How do I build cash for upside to meet the pay line? Uh, What I would do here, and let me go back to like a build. So in this case, you know, if if you're going to optimizer mode and you're not really liking what you're seeing, I would probably stay in sim mode and then I would just go like maybe zero one sliders here. So at sim diversity one, what we're going to start doing is we're going to start bucketing the lineups, right? But we're taking very large buckets of lineups to build your lineups here. So it's still not all of the sims, but it is a lot of sims. So this will start to account for upside slowly here. So switching back to sim mode, going with zero one sliders might be a good option for you here. All right. Question from Black Mamba. I have a quick question. By chance, can you go over how to set up a rule to not have two point guards from the same team? For example, Chris Paul and Steph Curry. Uh, Yeah, for sure. So what I would do here is go to my lineup rules, go to add new rule, and then I would say group automatic, use no more than one. I would do positions point guard. I would group by team here. So what this will do, if I I say this as a manual rule, you can see what happens here. So it's going to create 20 rules, one for each team on the slate with 10 games. Then if I go to Golden State here, find them. Uh, I don't think they're on the slate. It's probably from yesterday. So say say I want to pick another team, Uh, Indiana. Perfect. Boom. So I can open up the rule, and then it's basically creating a group saying use no more than one of Tyrese Halliburton, Andrew Nemhard and Bruce Brown because they all have point guard eligibility. And this would be on a lineup-by-lineup lineup basis. So, boom, rule looks good. I'm going to save it as an auto rule and be on my way. But that is what the rule would look like. All right, question from Larson. How will the Sims take into consideration that starter? Uh, I think I answered this one. Or no, maybe I did it how will the sims take into consideration that starters might not play full minutes in some games that don't matter for their playoff rankings in nfl yeah back to the earlier thing like we're we're not going to take it into account honestly it's 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 too hard it's too uh the news is like flimsy uh you know it may or may not happen because the worst case is that we end up like splitting projections for like quarterbacks and then you get a backup in your lineup and then they don't even end up playing and it just gets super weird so like you know, those are risk management questions that you kind of have to ask yourself and and decide what you want to do. All right. Question from Ryan. Andrew, you like what DK is doing with shortening these NBA slates? Um, you know, I think they're trying new things and I I think that innovation is important. I think that, you know, you don't want to just like, forget about your product. And I think that, you know, just the fact that they're trying to do something uh, says, says that they still care about DFS. So I think that's good, all things considered. All right. Next question here in the Discord. Question says, how important would you say custom metrics are? It's pretty obvious to me that some of the bigger guys are using external tools and slash or custom metrics to generate tourney winning lineups. And I'm wondering if it's something that I should start to focus on in the off season. Uh, good question. You know, personally, I don't feel like I'm smart enough to create a custom metric that is better than either contest sims or, Sabre score, which has been heavily back-tested, like those tools just aren't in my arsenal. So um I don't try to mess with them. I feel like I would probably end up hurting myself more than helping. And, you know, there's a concept that, that Tim Ferriss talks about where it's like rather than trying to get a little bit better at all the things that you're bad at, just focus on the thing that you're good at. And instead of getting these small incremental progress you're gonna get like exponential like multiplicative progress by focusing on what you're good at so rather than trying to shore up all of the things that you're bad at little by little here focus on what you're good at and you're gonna see your results like skyrocket so that's something that kind of always sticks in my head here so like as far as like trying to figure out custom metrics and like how to make it work like i don't really think that you know that's like the best use of my time my my time is best spent with like a hand in the dirt approach like trying to find uh edge through like uncertainty in projections across you know different slates in different situations so it's not something i've like spent a lot of time about it's not something that i'm like i'm actively trying to get better at uh i do think it's cool like to learn new skills you know i've been learning python for a while now and i find that very fun um so you know that goes like way beyond you know just like gambling in DFS that goes into just like skills that you can take with you uh into the future here. So like I'm okay with like a uh, return on investment in in like that sense, but like learning how to like use custom metrics. I don't know uh, unless you're like good at it, I don't know uh, how much that's gonna like help you in the future, but i'm I'm getting like very, very off track here. Uh, so so uh, i'm gonna I'm gonna bring it back to the show. But but those are just my thoughts. Uh, very, very interesting question overall. All right. Question from Black Mama. I have another question. Can you go over the process of using contest sims while playing the 11 to 100 contest on FanDuel? Sometimes when I play the 11 to 100, I have to manually enter the values for contest sims. I'm not sure if I'm going about it the correct way. Uh, yeah, so what I can tell you is that, you know, we don't have all of the contests in the lobby here. So it's definitely okay to have to manually set your contest sims. Like when you set up your contest sim through the right click or whatever, you know, we have all these preset contests. These are just a faster way of filling in all this contest information. But if the contest is not in our database, then you are going to have to fill those in manually here. So if you're not seeing them, it's okay. We know we don't have all the contests. So just go keep doing what you're doing. And I think you'll be just fine. Jorn Bigo said, "Is the Minimax Challenge for Owner Owners Box still live? Yes, it is. With one week to go, here it sure is. All right. Question from Victoria: I am on the standard subscription and am limited to a pool of five hundred lineups. I play the twenty-five Max every day. AK entrance. Would that pool size be enough if I'm not looking to upgrade to Pro?" Uh, Yeah. I don't see any reason why it wouldn't be, you know, your lineup to pool ratio is still like one in 20. So for every one lineup that you're playing, you're building, you know, 20 options. Right. So like, you know, 25 times 20 is 500. So you still have like a great like lineup to pool ratio Mm -hmm. here. Uh, You know, if you felt like it wasn't enough or like you're playing multiple contests and you're playing like the piggy bank as well, you can always build them separately. Right. So like do you know, your 150 max and then do a second build with your 20 max. And then, you know, maybe that allows you to get some more pool lineups overall by splitting up your contests. All right. Um, See a report here. Um, I did respond in the support channel to uh, Unbel 1017 here. I see the question in the YouTube chat as well. So the best thing that you can do in a situation like that is to just um, go to the top right corner go to report a problem, let us know of the issue that you're encountering here, and then that will go directly to our support team where we can troubleshoot it in a much better manner here. So that's always super helpful. All right, question from Zach Attack, and then we're going to jump over to the YouTube chat. What are the most difficult things to account for slash weaknesses of the NBA sim? Like, is it factoring in starters not playing fourth quarter minutes if the game becomes a blowout? I assume it factors that in. Uh, good question. So yeah, so we definitely understand like game scripts and blowouts and things like that. So I wouldn't say that's a big deal. The hardest part is probably like uh, mid-season trades, like the quickly news and the Ananobi news or, you know, like how is that team dynamic going to work now? So like that's super uncertain um maybe situations where like a high salary player is out like oh you know uh Nikola Jokic is out tonight how are the nuggets going to play so like any any type of situation where there's not like a lot of data to like back up how the team will react or respond is probably where the sim struggles the most uh but it really that would be where any model struggles the most just because you need data to like input and so when there's not a ton of data Uh, we have to make a little bit more assumptions. So like that is exactly what I try to do in my NBA process is focus on those situations and try to exploit them or try to make the projections better through manual research here. So if you guys want to learn a little bit more about that, go back to this video from the 2022 season, upgrade your NBA DFS process with this NBA research strategy, and I will drop that in the chat for you guys. All right, jumping over to the YouTube chat. Next question from Zach said, uh, "No, this is like basically the same question." Okay, scrolling down here, scrolling down here. Question from Katie. Katie said, "When I go back and review the NBA from the night before, I'm usually getting between twenty to seventy five percent sim ROI. How do I know I'm not just getting a high ROI because it's using my inputs?" Uh, good question. You know, I I mean, honestly, if you're seeing those sim ROI numbers, you know, that's great. I think what's like a key indicator. Cause you know, like I was saying like Max and I did our review shows all NFL season here. Like we have like 18 videos. I did one with Scott, but mostly with Max here is that, you know, when you go back to the past slates? like, I don't know how familiar you, you are with the DFS ecosystem here, but they're like names that that you kind of know about. Um, You know, if you're in the space, like if you're talking like football, like you're talking about like, you know, whistles go woo or Uticao or Chipotle addict or like some of these just like top pros that you see uh, or hear about like on shows and people talk about them very often. So like when you go into like these past contests, right? Like if I want to go and look at the uh, flagship for yesterday, those like the $15 flagship for NBA, you know, I go into players, I go into users, I'm going to filter for 150 maxers. And then I'm just going to see what like the best SIM ROI lineups are. And you know, I'll lose some smokes up here, right? Saber some user. So, like, there's probably like a little bit of bias there, but then you see other like top pros, right? Garnes 222, two, Raging Phillip. Uh, you see Kurt Maswell's another pro, E hafter who is a fantasy cruncher, uh guy. But but look, like he's he's still grading out well, even if he's he's not even using our system, right? So, like you see all these guys, you know, Tinderella, Petty Theft, right? I, I know Petty is you know doing all kinds of crazy stuff. So like you're seeing good players score out well in the Sims, even though you know they're they're not known to be and users. So, like that kind of leads me to just say, like, hey, you know, these this post-contest sim ROIs are good and they're accurate. Uh, it will change based on the projections that you're using for sure, a little bit here. But you know, good players are gonna grade out well, basically, like kind of kind of like uh aside from the projections, you know, projection agnostic here, just because of the way that they are constructing their lineups and building strong portfolios, and they have, you know, good long-term winning strategies here. So I would be pretty happy with the sim ROI numbers that you described. Uh Rever said, what is the owner's box challenge? Yeah, that is our mini-max challenge for owner's box here. So I still have to announce the winners, but we're just a little bit behind there. So um you know, we, we run a free promotion slash giveaway during the NFL season on both DraftKings and Owners Box here. The links to the pages are in the description of this video here, but you can play the mini max on owner's box, play the mini max on DraftKings for the NFL Sunday main slate. Get access to weekly rewards as well as season-long rewards over on DraftKings if you've been playing with us for a while. All you gotta do is follow the eligibility requirements down on the bottom of each page. And on the DraftKings page, there is a green enter the challenge button. So you can check those out. All right. Uh, Last question here at the moment. Question says, after building in Sims ran, how do you see your lineups that contain only a particular player? Uh, Great question. So what you do is you use the filter icon here. So if I were to go back to today's slate where I built some lineups already, And I have my lineups up here. So, like say I only want to see lineups that have Donovan Mitchell, I use this plus magnifier. And then this will pull up all of the lineups with Donovan Mitchell. So in my uh I'm only looking at one lineup here. So this number's not going to change, but you're going to see my pool number change, right? So if I match my pool here, so if I have 192 lineups in my pool, I just match the number in my lineups. When I click on somebody here, so Donovan Mitchell again. Now it's going to separate the 101 lineups that he is in and only show me those and get rid of those other 91 lineups. And then if I wanted to see lineups without Donovan Mitchell, then I could just use the minus filter here. And then it's going to show me those other 91 lineups that did not have him. So these filters are going to be your way of doing that, but really good question. All right. We are all cut up with questions in both the Discord and the YouTube chat. Appreciate you guys tuning in. Appreciate you guys uh, sticking around here with the late start today. So we will be right back here tomorrow, 2 p.m. Eastern, for our Thursday show. So until then, everybody, take care. Good luck. I'll see you all. Thanks. Bye.